morning, afternoon, or evening, my dudes, doze, ghouls, gals, non-binaries, and everything in between. This is Janine, and you're listening to Noir and Nope. Long time no here. I know, it's been a very long time. I don't know what's going on with these months and these days and these hours, but everything is going very, very fast these days. Um, it's true what they say, the days are long, but the years are short. They usually talk about that when it's in regards to kids growing up but it's just in general it's just in general I mean maybe the moon or the sun or whatever is on a different axis than it was before but everything seems like it's going so fast and I personally even though I don't have a large audience I know a lot of people or a few people listen or looked forward to listening to my bullshit on a regular basis so I want to apologize to those small group of people who were interested in listening to my podcast and listened to it and supported it throughout the months or years I've been doing it and I just kind of disappeared and that's not cool no communication is not cool in any aspect so again I'm so sorry for dipping out and you know doing my thing which has not been much um a little context I have been job hopping like a crazy person I left one job last year late hoping that the new job I got was going to work out it did not so for a few months I was just real depressed about it just really down and out not leaving my apartment not even going outside barely leaving my bed because it just I just need to work in order to feel like I'm doing something. And that's a bad thing because you should have other things outside of work to look forward to. But I just like to be moving. I just need to keep it moving at all costs. So, been in the bed, depressed about that initially, a few months ago, I should say. And then I got... A job opportunity that and I don't know what it is about the job market it's like you get paid well but the work environment is shit or you don't get paid enough and the work environment is you know copacetic not the best but tolerable and it's just like I've never been in a situation where I've had both you know what I'm saying so I got one job and I worked there for a few weeks and it was cool until I got another job which paid more which is where I am now and it's a travesty (laughs) I mean the people are mostly cool but when I tell you listen I turn 40 next year so I might not act it I might not sound it I damn sure don't look it But I damn sure feel it internally and mentally because I work with, with the exception of maybe like three or four people, a lot of younger people, and I have so many gripes. I'm feeling real get off my lawn, shaking my cane at the kids that are walking across my lawn and I just mowed. I'm feeling like that old grandpa right now because I don't understand how y'all in your early to mid 20s just have no pride in any fucking thing nothing okay i went to work and these young people 
just come out their house looking like anything looking disheveled looking real beat down that's because y'all drink Hennessy out the bottle I don't know what type of demon time y'all on but you should never do that it's never that bad to be drinking Henny out the bottle but anyway they don't have good work ethic I mean okay let me give you an example at the job I'm currently at um there's an area where people can pick up items that they or photos that they took during the you know the show the exhibit whatever you want to call it and you know when people come out I'm like how did you like the experience would you like to see your photos that you took you know being customer servicey you know what I'm saying and the guy that was working with me at the time he was like an eight foot lummox I swear to god he <laughs> he just got off his 15 minute break and then he's asking the manager when is my lunch and the manager's like you just took a 15 minute anyway anyway um so instead of you know having good repartee and communication skills he's like screaming oh everybody it's like xyz amount of money for photos i think it's 20 bucks it was like hey everybody 20 dollars photo. we selling 20 dollar photos i'm like that's not how you do it if i hear someone say hey we're selling 20 dollar photos i'm naturally gonna walk away because a i don't know you're talking about the photos i took inside the exhibit and b selling $20 photos I'm not buying a photo for $20 but if you explain to the people that these are the photos that they took inside they'll look at them they'll make a decision to purchase and not to purchase and then they can leave there's like no and then here's a kicker he thought it would be a good idea to explain to me yeah see you have to say it like that or they'll just be in line like I understand talking to people and letting them know what they're in line for, but you're just literally barking out the least amount of words. And when I went to that section, because I was in working in another section, went up to that section, the whole area was a mess. There were receipts everywhere. There's a garbage can right next to the damn register why is there a long list of receipts first of all that tells me you are not giving the receipts to the customer at least ask them would you like a receipt like a normal human being but now there's like a fucking five cvs receipts long and you know how long those cvs receipts are it's like 10 of those spewing out right now from the actual registered and it's just a mess all over the place. There's things everywhere. I'm like, oof. Travesty. Travesty. I don't know what's going on with this younger generation, but there's a very much a clash. There's like, and <laughs> what's funny is that, yeah, the young, younger generation is like that, but there was an older coworker that's older, like an older white guy with a pot belly that's your visual <laughs> and he's just basically doing the very bare minimum and he's a manager so I'm like what you're a manager and I've seen you lift up one box he came in the other day and did nothing he was an opening manager he didn't make sure the register had cash he didn't make sure everything was set up I was like oh child 
to be a subpar white man in this country, you still get to reap the benefits. <laughs> but anyways, I just wanted to get that off my chest because my God, I'm feeling like a little, dare I say, Kim Kardashian this day <laughs> right now because I'm like, nobody wants to work. Get off your ass and work. <laughs> I'm feeling like that right now. Even though I, the, the job itself is very strenuous. It sounds very simple, but there's a lot of standing, which I already knew was going to happen. There's a lot of walking up and downstairs. Forget the fact that the stock room is like Narnia. You have to freaking go through a whole leaps and barrels. There's lifting of heavy things on random occasions. It's a lot. It's a lot. And to the point where I called out today because when I tell you the amount of dehydration dehydration excuse me I'm experiencing is ridiculous because yeah there's customers everywhere and you have to tend to them and I have my water bottle with me but I feel like I go through that water bottle so quick and then the rest of the day is just like yeah I can go buy water that's fine but my lunch hour is only it's not an hour it's a half an hour bruh and I don't want to take up too much time to run to the store to get a bottle of water. It's just, it's a lot, child. I hope these little glasses I'm taking in the evening pay off because something's got to give. I hate the fact that I like nice things, but I don't have enough money to like them enough. <laughs> so yeah, the grind is going to continue to to continue, I guess. But anyways, now that I've gotten that off my chest i hope you all are doing well being safe apparently a new freaking coronavirus is coming around it's based in china now but apparently it's worse than the first one or two i'm just like if you want me to die just just let me die i'm tired boss i'm i don't mind wearing a mask everywhere i go i'm like when i go into a train or a subway car i should say there's me and maybe three other people wearing masks. Everybody else is maskless. Just raw dog in the air. And I will go out in the street if it's not a lot of people without a mask. But in the confined area like a bus or a subway. What? Y'all tripping. Tripping, tripping, tripping. And the fact that people are just nasty in general. Ew. Ew, 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 ew. But yeah, that's going on. Um, I'm just going to talk about the most random shit. So be prepared to be on this bumpy ride because there's a lot of stuff that's been going on where I'm just like, what the hell? First and foremost, y'all know Beyonce's on tour. Shout out to Brandon Blackwood. He makes the best little purses and bags and stuff. He has a whole bunch of stuff coming out. But he actually dressed Beyonce for one of her um, tour dates and it was just this beautiful blue. First of all, blue is my favorite color. It's my birthstone. But this beautiful blue satiny looking gown, shoes, she looked amazing. And I'm not a Beyonce stan. I enjoy some of her music. I appreciate her work ethic, like hashtag team Virgo, you know what it is. But I wouldn't necessarily call myself a 
a stand like a lot of y'all which is fine y'all could be stands all you want the woman works real hard but anyways she just looked amazing also little miss blue ivy the last show she did she was on the stage she's like 10 or 11 i believe on the stage dancing her little booty off god bless because i believe she's a capricorn girl she's gonna be a force to be reckoned with with a virgo mom oh girl she did a really good job for someone 10 or 11 to be doing those intricate dance moves oh and her parents are who they are forget it and her aunts her grandma she <laughs> she's definitely gonna be somebody we're gonna have to keep watch on the good thing about it is she's actually a celebrity kid with talent because <laughs> a lot of these celebrities push their kids and they just don't have no talent just because you were blessed with a talent doesn't mean that that's genetic sometimes it is it's definitely not one of those times with a lot of you celebrity kids <laughs> so i'm glad that she's actually you know she seems real passionate about it she seems real cool and tina lawson who you know beyonce's mama she said something she posted on instagram i believe how proud she was of blue ivy but she also said something that i picked up on when i saw blue ivy dancing is that she reminded her of a young Aaliyah and I was like bruh and guess what Aaliyah was a Capricorn (sighs) do you think Beyonce excuse me Blue Ivy is the reincarnation of Aaliyah whoa I'm not even gonna you know what I retract that because (laughs) I don't want anybody coming for me saying dumb stuff it's no I'm not even gonna say I didn't say that y'all I didn't say that but the move like her movement her dancing and just her like persona when she was dancing was giving that cool calm and collective vibe that Beyonce not Beyonce excuse me Aaliyah gave in her her time performing and being an artist it very much gave me that and it was so weird that Tina mentioned that but yeah, shout out to Little Miss Blue Ivy doing the thing. Love that for her. And I feel like Beyonce keeps her, for the most part, you know, humbled, even though you're Beyonce. <laughs> Don't need to be humble, but you know what I mean. I feel like she feels she's raising her to be relatively grounded. All her kids, even though I feel like the twins are just not with the shits. They probably are just like, just let me enjoy y'all being my parents I don't want to do anything so yeah shout out to her also completely out of what we were talking about or what I was talking about this is a complete 180 so you know the whole Jonathan Major thing he was um, arrested for assault on his ex-girlfriend y'all know um some theories about that okay so you know how homegirl sent the text and she was like she was saying some things in there that to me after reading the text it was very incriminating but I'm not saying he didn't do it because I don't know that man from a hole in the wall nice body amazing body 
gorgeous body okay real fit real, real chocolatey but the way she put in words what happened to her made me think that yeah the assault happened but she was setting him up to really reap the the consequences of what he did because the text seemed real incriminating to me it was like she was wording it so that if someone else read it they would be like damn that's what yo if y'all haven't read the text look it up that's the vibe i was getting but also fuck is wrong with you making good what is wrong what this man put hands and possibly feet on another woman and you're just like whatever he's cute i'm just gonna date him they were seen at red lobster and you know what beyonce says about red lobster and that song when he me good i take his ass to red lobster <laughs> no but seriously um girl red lobster with their little what do you call it that lobster flavored bubble gum they be selling that lobster is chewy as fuck you be there for a good 30 minutes chewing on a, a lobster tail ridiculous but if jonathan majors even though he dropped he's been dropped by his management company his pr company that little army commercial he had on the tv that that was ripped off the tv they pulled that um so he probably doesn't have a lot of money right now i don't give a fuck you're not taking me to my lobster i'm sorry you were in creed okay you don't got some royalty checks from that little show you was on that little lovecraft county you don't got no royalty checks from that shit i ain't going to no damn relapse i don't care how good those cheddar bay biscuits are first of all every time i ate those biscuits they gave me well it didn't agree with my stomach let's just put it that way (laughs) but no i don't care and first of all red lobster you should have went to a a spot where they kind of would have respected your privacy how are you going to be a celebrity going to red lobster what no um the only thing i i can hope for is that you know how Lori Harvey be going out on dates with these men's for, for cash, money? Uh, I hope she's on that wave because there ain't no fucking way. What would be the reason, sis? What would be the reason for you to be with him? What is the reason in my Cardi B from Love and Hip Hop era voice? There isn't. I'm sorry. There really isn't. Uh, speaking of arrest segue <laughs> hope you love it anyways and danny lay um she was arrested because she almost killed somebody with her car child i didn't even read the details i do not care about danny lay but i will say shorty has and is experiencing such a downfall and it all starts with the baby i don't know why i said that like that but just go with it okay but ever since she introduced this demon this little gremlin demon into her life it's been havoc ever since like 
y'all really and i'm being completely honest with y'all y'all really need to be on point with the individuals that you let in your life friends romantic partners etc because one thing's for certain two things for sure if you let someone with ill intentions or bad karma and soul into your life even when they're gone you're still gonna feel the effects i mean ever since she started dating this guy the listen the writing was on the wall this man was a hoe from the get-go but for some strange reason she kept pushing on they kept breaking up getting together breaking up getting together and she thought it would be cute to get pregnant by this man cute little baby though beautiful little girl so at least she got that from it and then proceeds to get embarrassed i was about to say on national tv but you know our generation's national tv which is like instagram live and tiktok and stuff and after that well actually during their relationship she thought she would be real bold and come out with that yeah bonus what i want yeah bonus what he want in reference to his baby mama who's dark-skinned woman who's very pretty who has two or three of his kids girl you fucked up because look at you you might not be black you damn sure ain't white but the majority of the people that you catered your music to were guess what black and you know she's a cute girl she she know how to dance so black women are probably gonna gravitate towards you did you not think you had black female fan base even though i find you to be very milk toast and your dance moves to be low-key basic did you not think that sis did you not think that and then she doubled back with oh well at the time she was with still with the baby oh i have a whole chocolate ass man i'm dating bitch don't mean nothing you know how many of you light-skinned women be out here dating the blackest of men and still be colorist towards black women you're goofy anyways fast forward to her being embarrassed on ig live getting kicked out of the place that she was staying with the baby at his home and with the little baby the baby was very much young at the time just fresh out the wound damn near and since then it's been downhill like oof she had the little tit for tat with B Simone because B Simone was up the baby's ass at one point and she was just I forgot the term but she was definitely in his ear trying to be that reassuring oh it's okay because she had the biggest crush on that little bobble-headed Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. And I feel like she was re- being very pick-me in regards to the situation because he was going through it with Danny Lay. And I guess they were conversing via text, him and B. Simone. And Danny Lay felt a certain way about it. So when she premiered on Wild and Out, she was like, I would prefer if B. Simone not be anywhere on this episode. Because B. Simone was, he, here's what she was doing, and I talked about this before. B. Simone was 
playing her part or trying to play a part of being the baby's friend and Danny Lay's friend because she wanted to be in Danny Lay's shoes at the time because she was dating the baby and B. Simone was obsessed with him at the time. He wasn't interested, but ended up getting with Danny Lay. And here's what B. Simone thought. Oh, if I buddy buddy to Danny Lay, I might be able to, you know, ease my way in with the baby on his, you know, getting his good graces. And I say that because as embarrassing as it is for me to admit it, about seven, eight years ago, I did the same shit. I learned from it, but I did the same shit. And you don't get anything from it. Like, absolutely nothing from it. So I don't know why she did it. Maybe she thought she could. But anyways, long story short, Danny Lay asked her not to be on her episode of Wild and Out or the episode that she, Danny Lay, was going to be on. And that hit the news. People were like, ill? Why would you do that? And people were looking at it as if Danny Lay, who most or some would consider a preference, was snatching the money out of a black woman's hand, essentially. Because you get paid per episode with Wild Now, right? I don't know. I don't watch the show. Never saw an episode. But yeah, B. Simone played it cool. She was on the Tamron Hall show, I believe. And she basically said, you know, I'm going to give her grace. You know, she's going through a lot of things now. And, you know, she still needs to grow and mature. Which made her look that, like the bigger person. And then B. Simone, not B. Simone, Danny Lay came on and explained her side of the story. And it just made her look petty. So that was another strike for Danny Lay. And then all this happening. First of all, what did you do in speeding, girl? Damn near hit somebody. Her mugshot looks a little janky too. But anyways, yeah. I'm not going to say poor Danny Lay because the decisions in which she made are all her own. And this is what you get. This is what happens when you disrespect black women. You ever seen somebody disrespect black women and get away with it? They might not reap the percussions right away, but you get you get what's coming to you. You damn sure get what's coming to you. Anyway, um, maybe some of you have heard, and maybe some of you have not, but there was a story a few weeks ago, actually the beginning of last month, uh, Jordan Neely, he was a subway performer, 30 years old, he died on a train because of a marine or a former marine or active still I don't know I decided to put him in a headlock for 15 minutes because Jordan was acting erratic on the train so Jordan Neely he again was a subway performer he gets on the train one afternoon or late morning I forget and he's screaming he's like I'm hungry I'm broke slams his jacket on the ground it's like I don't care if I live or die I don't care if I go to jail people were a little bit uncomfortable and I guess this former marine took it upon himself to put him in the headlock and two other people also restrained him apparently he put him in a headlock for 
over 10 minutes and Jordan nearly lost consciousness and never regained consciousness. For the days to come, people were protesting and people were in the subways letting their voices be heard in regards to his death, which was unjust. And I have a lot of mixed feelings in regards to it. Um, First of all, Jordan himself has had a bad life. He saw his mother lose her life at the hand of domestic violence when he was relatively young and he hasn't been the same allegedly since his her funeral and who would be you know it's your mom the reason why you're here on this earth and she's no longer here so that's that's I can mess anybody up what I'm upset about is the fact that when the protests were happening they as in the protesters were holding up trains they were you know making a huge huge commotion as you should when certain things like this happen so they don't happen again Uh, the marine himself he was charged he has like a court date coming up I'll get back to that in a minute but what I don't understand is that Jordan was unhoused or homeless, if you will, for quite some time. And all these people that said that they knew him, they talked about what a good person he was, how sweet he was, how caring. This man was suffering, suffering from, I believe they said, schizophrenia and bipolar disorder and stuff like that so it's very complex Jordan Neely before any of this happened before his untimely death was failed he was failed by the system who should have taken into account his mental health and well-being he was he was failed by his friends and family who were quick to say what a good person he was, what X, Y, and Z type of individual he was, but weren't receptive to helping him out when he was going through so much in life. And the people who were protesting and taking up all that time and space on the subway when people were trying to get to and from work or school, whatever the case may be, I can promise you, those are the same people who wouldn't even pay attention to Jordan when he was on the subway performing or just asking for money. They would probably just turn up their nose and just walk away, like most people. Like, sometimes I do, quite honestly, because some people who happen to be unhoused may be a little dangerous, and sometimes you don't want to interact with them. I get it. But... What I don't get is why are y'all making such a commotion for a person that you didn't feel the need to help in the first place? Because if you roll back the timeline of his life, if he were to have gotten the help and the support that he needed initially 
from the state, from the city, from friends, from family, he wouldn't have been on that train. He wouldn't have been begging and he wouldn't have died. So that's my grievance. You know what I'm saying? I don't think what this former Marine or current Marine did was just. I don't think he should have taken it into his own hands. I don't think he should have put him in a headlock for that long. I don't think he should have put him in a headlock. There's ways to restrain people, especially when it's three on one, without it cutting off air and circulation to somebody. Because, you know, you need air. You know, the basic little thing that you need to live, one of them is air. So, I just think the whole system failed him. I'm not sitting here saying anything but that. Because it's bigger than this man who thought it would be a good idea to put him in a headlock. It's bigger than that. And I'm going to need people to figure that out. And this is going to happen again and again and again. It's not going to, it's not going to stop here. But you need to get to the root of the source. You need to get to the root of the problem. And that man, that Marine, he was just the ending to it all. And he's just being, I don't want to say scapegoat, but he's definitely suffering the consequences of his actions, which he should. But he's not the biggest problem in this scenario. I'm just saying. That's all I had to say about it. I just need to get that off my chest because it was bothering me for quite some time. So, there you have it. Oh, okay. I know that this is going to be another 180, but ill. did you see the <laughs> pictures? <laughs> of Subwa Iti, who I love. I know she's not the best performer or singer or rapper, but she's she gives me the vibe that she's a very much a girl's girl. And I love that for her. And I love that for us. And she's dating YG, the rapper from, you know, he's primarily based in the Bay Area, California, whatever. Um, <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about that time I saw a picture of YG wearing baggy pants church shoes and white socks I was just like is this a bay area look is this how y'all get down over there but anyway they were in Mexico somewhere Sweetie looks the fuck good as per usual in her little bikini and you know what I was about to say a bunch of things but I'm not even mad at Sweetie because she never really sat here and sold y'all a dream of who she was she let it know she's the icy girl she's out here getting this money from these men because listen it ain't tricking if you got it all right you can sit here all damn day and complain about gold digging women and complain about that first of all a lot of y'all complain about gold digging women you don't have any gold okay you barely have any pennies you you hop the turnstile to go to work. Leave Sweetie alone, okay? But anyways, a lot of y'all are worried about these gold diggers, which you have, and you have absolutely no reason to be, because you are not getting gold. And the people who have enough money to, 
I guess, afford the lifestyle that Saweetie and girls like Saweetie want are not griping about it because they know what it is. So why are you complaining? Okay? You are, and I'm not saying anything bad about security guards, but I'm saying you are a security guard. <laughs> you are um office worker. You're, you're someone who isn't in a a position or in the entertainment industry or in any role or title that would afford you the opportunity to be someone who's considered a sugar daddy or be someone who Saweetie would be interested in the first place. So again, why are you worried? Why? Anyways, Saweetie live your best life girl get these monies from these men's and for those men who are like oh she's a pass around she's a sir how many kids does future have how many kids does nick Cannon have fucking al pacino and that's another story al pacino and robert de niro in their 70s and 80s having kids still what are you fucking i'm gonna I'm going to put that one on the back burner real quick. But I'm saying, sweetie, girl, do your thing. Apparently, YG gives her an allowance, a hefty allowance per month via the black credit card, girl. Let Shorty live her best life. Y'all sitting up here saying she can't dance, she can't sing, she can't rap. Okay, well, she's real good at the social medias. She's a pretty girl. Let her use what she got to get what she want. And my players club voice let her do her thing if y'all are so upset about it you shouldn't be that's all i gotta say oh and yes al pacino and robert de niro both are currently expecting or just had i forget children with their significantly younger others I believe Al Pacino is I don't know how old he is no Al Pacino is like 83 and his 29 year old significant other is pregnant first of all what the fuck oh my god I just thought about something did they naturally have these oh god it's so nasty are people in their 80s still having sex I don't want to think about it literally I'm just or is it possible is what I want to know because <laughs> yeah men can have children at any time of their lives women have that small window I get that but what I'm like not getting is that why would you want to why would you want to start from square one you are not giving your child the opportunity to get to know you because that child that you ain't gonna be around when that child is 10 you are you do you think you're gonna be around when the child is five you're in your 80s bruh and yeah Al Pacino first of all my god Al Pacino is not an ugly man but I wouldn't be in my late 20s and look at Al Pacino and think I want to get pregnant by that man it's got to be the money girl Robert De Niro looks he looks he looks good for his age but still I wouldn't look at Al Pacino not Al Pacino, excuse me, Robert De Niro and think that's the man I want to get pregnant by 
even though even though Rob still he still looked the fuck good I'm still as soon as he said he was 70 I'd be like no no thank you you can break me off an allowance per month <laughs> like YG does sweetie but I am not having any kids by you got me fucked up are you daft but yeah that yeah we, we I don't get it I don't get why someone would want to have children in this climate but also at that big 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 old age of 70 something and 80 something crazy that's just a lot of work you just setting yourself up to be a single mom unless you are on the well I don't think maybe Robert De Niro's married to his significant other but I'm pretty sure Al Pacino isn't because they mentioned her being a girlfriend I think they said but still yeah money's great and Nick Cannon I doubt you're listening I hope you're not listening but listen up money is great but kids need parents they need someone to be there they need you know a human person to raise them and teach them the rights and the wrongs the yays and the nays of life and you're giving your kid a disservice by being fucking older than dirt and not being able to ultimately be there when they get older pardon the interruption and pause I was rudely interrupted by my mother but anyways yeah so what are you what are you doing having kids at such a late age it's just not a good look not that they really care I mean Alan what's his face are already making up seats they're still in the game they're making a good amount of money but it really doesn't make any sense to have kids over the age of like if you're a woman well I'm not even gonna talk about if you're a woman if you're a man sheesh a lot of y'all just burn out at like 45 (laughs) so I don't know why you would want to have children but you know what You'd be surprised. A lot of guys just have kids. So someone can take care of them when they're older. But this is an extreme. Because if you're already 83. Your 5 year old when you're 88 is not going to take care of you. <laughs> that's that's not going to happen. Yeah. That kid still doesn't know how to wipe from back to front. So no. I don't know what the big deal is there. But hey. I don't live in that world. I don't have any kids. Don't want any kids. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, next, actually tomorrow, starts Pride Month. So for those of y'all who are part of the LGBTQ plus community, hope you have a happy Pride. Please act accordingly because you're already acting a little, little bit of a fool. You people don't want Target to sell inclusive clothing representing the lgbtq plus community y'all talking about you're gonna bomb target just don't shop there y'all always doing some extra shit nike wanted to include the lgbtq plus community y'all wanted to set fire to your air monarchs that you bought at 
Burlington Coat Factory on the sales rack. Like anybody gives a fuck. You had a problem with oh what was that other company? I forget, but every time somebody wants to include the community, y'all wanna you wanna set fire to shit. Y'all wanna torch everything. Just don't shop there. If that's your problem, put your money where your mouth is. Which I still don't agree with. Like, why do you care? I do have a little bit of a grievance with drag shows at, um, you know, schools. Only because these drag shows be, like, really giving it to the girls. You know, really giving it to the kids. Literally. And some of them, they're just like doing splits. They're doing, they're doing, they're doing a lot of intricate moves. And these toddlers are just sitting there like, what's going on? I don't think they're old enough to appreciate it. Why are you doing drag shows at like, at the kindergarten class? They don't know what the fuck they're watching. They won't appreciate it. Give it, do your drag shows where you can get actual money and tips from the patrons. <laughs> these kids are not going to give you anything but a head cold, you know? What would be your purpose in doing drag shows at schools? At schools for, like, anyone under the age of... I would say anyone in 8th grade below. 8th grade and up, I understand. They're a little bit more mature. They understand it a little bit more. But 8th grade down, even ninth grade down, what's the point? What's the point? At least teenagers have a little money. You know, they got little part-time jobs. You know, cute. Real cute. But anyway, yeah. I'm not a big fan of them at the schools because y'all ladies need to get your money. And the kids don't got no money. And they don't even appreciate the intricate choreography y'all doing. But I do love the drag queens reading to... um you know, the kindergartners and younger kids, you know, that little library thing that they do when they read stories and they're in full drag. I think that's cute. And I think that, you know, brings along questions and topics. You know how kids are. They just ask questions. They don't care if they offend anybody because they don't know. They don't know. They have absolutely no idea. But yeah, I think that's cute. But why? I mean, first of all, who's happy place isn't Target. If I could, I would spend a whole Saturday at Target. Go to a little Starbucks in the Target, roam the beauty aisles, roam the clothing aisles, even though I don't need clothing. And then you just go back home. That's a lovely Saturday to me. I usually don't do that at Target anymore because it was ending up costing me more than it should. Um, You go into Target you should not spend your whole check, but you end up doing it sometimes. So, yeah. I just buy online and pick up in store to avoid roaming the aisles. Because it, it's hard out here, y'all. It's hard out here, even if you have a job. But yeah. um, So, for some strange reason, speaking of job, for some strange reason, a lot of these things are popping up on my IG feed about jobs not applying to jobs but essentially positions that you're currently in and how the work 
course an environment is a little toxic if and let me tell you something it can be because I just told you initially about my work situations so I will say this when it comes to work if y'all sitting up here saying if I apply for a company and they're like oh we're just one big happy family no the fuck you're not that's the quickest way for me to just be like oh gotta go gots to go gots to mother frog and go we are not sitting up here talking about we're family no we are not because you now you're sitting up here making me because think about it even if you don't like your family if you're in communication with them when they are in desperate need for something you feel obligated to you know help them and that's the mentality that these companies are trying to put in your head oh well I know that your grandfather passed away but we really need you to work the shift from 12 to 8 or oh we know that you lost your finger in a garbage disposal accident (laughs) but if you could just come in tomorrow morning that would be great I would never forget I worked independently for like It was one of those companies where you do in-store demos, like when you give out the free samples of foods and stuff. And one time, unfortunately, the next door neighbor had a huge fire, which obviously meant my apartment, which was right next door, was inhabitable. And I lost a lot of my stuff. I lost a lot of things. And I communicated with the company Hey, I'm burnt out. I don't have a place where you can send us supplies. And then they proceeded to send us supplies to my apartment that I no longer lived in because I did not have the apartment anymore. It was fucking dust from the fire. Anyway, I communicated with them. Hey, you sent it to my old address? You should have told me you were sending something because I would have given you a new address. And then this bitch, it was a guy, but still a bitch, sat up there and said, oh yeah, that would have been great if you communicated with that before. Um, So yeah, I just wasted X, Y, and Z, and now we have no stuff. I looked at that email and I was like, bet. (laughs) I am not working for this company anymore. So... I told them, uh, yeah, I'm not working for you anymore. This is a done deal. I communicated with the boss lady and told her that. And she was like, oh, how can we support you sending back the supplies and stuff like that? I sent the supplies back. I didn't send it in a timely manner because I was like, if you're going to be disrespectful to me in regards to my displacement of my home... And then sit up there and ask me, oh, when can you come back to work? Bitch, when I have somewhere to live and I can find clothing to wear because all my clothing is gone. The fuck? When that happens, I will gladly go back to work. But I'm not thinking about work right now because I'm homeless. You know what I'm saying? At the time. But yeah, that's when it clicked to me. These companies are not your friends. They see you as a number. They see you as revenue for them to get to where they need to be. They don't care about you as a human being. They care about you as an entity. 
and that's when I started figuring out that this shit ain't sweet and you need to just go into work do your job and leave these little kickings after work yeah I might dip in and dip out to one or two if you go to a spot where I know the drinks are cheap and good but I'm not we're not doing this we're not doing this oh we're family we're family I can tell you I worked at a place for damn near a year and a half and we were cool and copacetic when we worked together has any of those people who I considered friends have they any of them reached out to me in regards to how I'm doing what am I doing no texting no calling nothing no because when you leave that building that you work at that's when the friendship usually or the camaraderie usually ends if y'all didn't hang out after work while you were working there you probably won't be hanging out after work when you leave the company nine times out of ten and i'm pretty sure i told this story about the girl that i got this was years ago i got her a job at my company all of a sudden her and the boss are chummy chummy they're going to meetings without me they're not including me in certain work things next thing i know shorty is firing me but she's keeping old girl that i let know about the job on and the girl that i let her know about the job that she applied for and got we used to talk every day as soon as i got fired she was ghost so (laughs) what are we doing here i'm not you're not gonna sit up here and have me bend over backwards for a job that just sees me as an entity and a spot filler and that's just it i appreciate my mental health and well-being a lot more that's why i did not go into work today because when i tell you when i woke up today and i was insanely tired and insanely dehydrated not because i went to bed late not because i freaking decided to not sleep and go to bed at a timely fashion it's because when i'm at work i'm putting in 110 percent and when i get home i'm fucking drained and when i'm at work it's so busy that i can't refill a freaking water bottle or run to the restroom and do all the other stuff because it's insane there and i'm just like how much of the grind can i experience before i reap these supposed benefits that people get you know i don't know but yeah i know i spoke about a whole bunch of modge podge of things but i'm getting that little five minute warning that podcasts are only 60 minutes so i'm just gonna wrap it up here i'm probably gonna put up another podcast sometime this week um look out for that again i thank you all for kind of sticking it out with me if you're still listening i appreciate you i promise to actually do more podcasting out here it's just so much so much things to do so many things i have to actually dedicate my time to 
and I need to really hunker down on a set plan, set goals, agendas, and stuff like that. So, yeah. Hope you all are here for the journey with that. And thank you again so much for listening. I will hear from y'all, speak to y'all, talk to y'all later. And enjoy the rest of your week, guys. Bye.